What's going on, everybody? Happy Memorial Day. Thank you, all you veterans, for your service. I appreciate you much, because I can't lie. I'm not going to war unless they invade us, whoever they may be. But thank you, gentlemen and ladies. I appreciate your service to make America able to feel comfortable and safe. I appreciate you guys. Real talk. Good after, good evening, everybody. This is your boy Gusto dropping some more on you, baby. Got, got to have it. I know you got to have it. So, um, me and my man Big Big say hello. What's happening, people? We sitting here watching this um Philadelphia Wizards game. Philly leading 3-0, about to put the brooms out. But we didn't have a turn of sequences here. Joel Embiid is out with a knee issue. And Philly is down 63-66. Nine minutes left in the third. Tobias Harris is having a bad shooting night. I think he's, what, four for 15 or five for 15? And Ben Simmons is in foul trouble. But by it being a three-point game, me and Big feel uh, the reserves are playing pretty groovy. So if... um. Harris can give us anything, you know, a better shooting percentage and put up some numbers. And, um, and, and uh, what's my boy that? Simmons. And Simmons, I'm sorry, you all, excuse me. And Ben Simmons can stay out of foul trouble for the second half. Looks like a sweep to me. What about you, B? I think number three, I think he's going to pull it out. I think he's going to put the numbers Tobias up. Tobias Harris. Yeah, and I think he's going to put the numbers up, and then Brooms is out. I think it's over. I think it's going to be close, but I think it's going to be over tonight, Philly, and they're going to get their days off and get ready for the next punishment they're going to put on somebody. Wow. All righty, then. I concur. I definitely concur. Philly is my squad for the East. I've been rolling with Philly for years. A lot of my friends be stunned. Because they done flipped and they, everybody want to go Brooklyn. And y'all, forgive me if you hear me say New Jersey. I mean, they were New Jersey all my life. So I'm getting into this Brooklyn thing. But everybody jumped on the Brooklyn bandwagon. Listen here. First, you got to hope Kyrie is dependable. And I don't mean physically. Because, you know, he won't come to a game because his niece from his auntie on his third side, having a having a birthday party, and she's only six, but he won't go to a game for that. I'm sorry, y'all. That's how I feel about Kyrie. I don't have a problem with his physicality, his health. I don't. I just don't think he's responsible as an adult when it comes to showing up to work. That's just me. But my man made a good one earlier. Seth Curry hit a three, right? And I made a joke. Saying, yeah, you all, it's Seth, not Steph. Remember, Dale Curry has another son, too. And then this clown, what did you say? <laughs> he so, got to watch him. Yeah, hey, hey, check me out, big bro. <laughs> he got to watch I'm him. I'm on TV tonight. You what you home. doing? I'm in Acapulco. <laughs> Cheering for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, when my how the tables are turned. Seth Curry's in the playoff, and Steph is at the crib. But respect, dude. Um, I they develop that center. 
needs a lot of development. Wiseman. Wiseman needs a lot of development. I like him. I see what he could be. But, I mean, all summer he needs to be watching Sean Kemp tapes. All summer. Sean Kemp tapes. Carl Malone. He could, He got to get nasty first. You know, he got to think about that girl. Every time he played basketball, he got to think about that girl that left him for the broke dude or something. Something Anything. That, that guy with no teeth. <laughs> you know, he got to, I mean, he got to find this inner hate and put it on the floor and turn it into love and passion and desire for winning, you know. And, um, of course, they don't have their, their two guard because he's still recovering. So hopefully he'll be back because I really dug, oh man, I, I, man, he, that boy, Clay. Clay is decent, man. Clay is decent. So you think Golden State going to be anything next year? If the center Wiseman develops just a little and a healthy um, Clay Thompson and they got Wiggins, Avery. Wiggins come back healthy. Wiggins stay healthy. And he's played, and you know, he played, he's been in Minnesota for five, six years. I watched him in Kansas. I knew he was going to be a high draft pick. I knew he was going to be a great NBA player. And he let me down in Minnesota and was average. He played a little bit better this season playing for a team with a purpose. Because I believe Minnesota is just like uh, Siberia of basketball. Only people yeah. playing in Minnesota are the ones who don't want to go to China or somewhere and play. They've been playing for 12 teams in eight years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's not a winning organization. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, that's what it is. I'm not sorry. That's sad. It's desolate over there. Disgrace to the NBA. And I'm so glad they sent him out from Chicago. We had enough disappointing of those, Curry. But uh, back to this. Philly is um down two. Down one. So what about the next game we got coming, B? Memphis and Utah. I'm all Memphis all day. I think Memphis going to dog Utah. I don't know about dog. Utah, they, they got... Oh, well, yeah, that's not a dog. That's respectable. That's respectable. But it could be worse. It definitely could be worse. Now, let's get on this Clippers. Mavericks joint. The Clippers have gotten back in the series. And um, I was watching... Yeah, was it? I don't remember. I was watching some on ESPN today, and uh, matter of fact, yeah, they say um, Phil and Frank. If you all watch ESPN, everybody know who Phil and Frank is. Phil and Frank say um, he believed that the Clippers got just what they needed by getting this last win, and that they're motivated and they playing like they want to beat somebody, and uh, they saying Dallas may be in trouble. And Luca got something going on. I think it's a shoulder or something. So Luca got something going on. And who's gonna step up? Prazingis? I doubt it very seriously. Tim Hardaway Jr. He might get you one more game out the series, but he's not gonna be able to carry you the rest of the way. No, he's you know. not. He's not that type of superstar. Yeah, he's not even a superstar yet. He's just, he's just a, role a player. Yeah, he's a very nice role player who can get hot. So, yeah, he may go crazy for a 40-point game, and they'll win one more. Where's that next win coming from? It ain't Porzingis, you know, 
Yeah, and, and nobody, Finney Smith, none of that. Josh Richardson, negatory. It's done. What weapons do they have? Nobody. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was just me. And, man, what, man, what's going on with Boston Celtics? Well, absolutely nothing. No. This is what I expected when um Jalen Brown went out. You know, and I dig Jalen Brown. 20, that's 25 points a game. I do still think he's a little out of control at times. And um, overall, though, you know, 25 points a game. You know, he does some wild stuff, missing layups. That he, confuses me, but. He could be over 30 a game easy. Yeah. Missed layups, missed free throws. In crucial times, you know, but he's still young. So I guess, you know, he haven't had learned how to Jimmy rig the leak because pressure busts a pipe. Boy, you better get you some old, some of that white tape and put some epoxy on it. Make it happen. <laughs> Seal that leak. But, yeah, Boston's pretty much done. So I'm, um, there's nothing else to really talk about here. <laughs> you, you have. Oh, Tech. Did they call it? Yeah, I think they did. Did they call it Tech? Oh, he dunked. Oh, he he, he, Yeah, they called it. Man, I can't say his name. Himmature from um, Washington just uh, made a poster on Tobias Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Rua Hanchakura is what I'm trying to pronounce, what I saw on my TV. So, yeah, forgive me, homie, for mispronouncing your name. Nice joke, though. And yeah, Boston is done. Bad news, bad news, bad news. Well, we didn't expect Boston to go far anyway. Yeah. yeah. Back to the bad news, though. Joy Howard just got smacked. Uh, the Lakers and Phoenix Suns, ladies and gentlemen. I was rolling with L.A. because I'm, I'm a LeBron dude. You know, that's one player I will follow him around the league. You know, because when he was in Miami, I was a Miami fan. When he was in Cleveland, I was a Cleveland fan because I'm a LeBron fan. So I always root for his teams to win because the dude is special, man. He's the best we, He's the best product that we have in this league today by far. And what is he, 58, 72? How old is LeBron? LeBron? Yeah. He only 34? Uh, he came like, out when he was 18. Yeah, but that seemed like 40 years ago. No, that was about 20 years ago. So, man, he's still here, though. Yeah, yeah. He's still here. I think he got a, he going to play at least another five. You give him a film? I give him a film. I give him two, B. I mean, okay, barring further injuries, if he can put this season behind him, win or lose, because Anthony Davis is out with a groin injury, uh, shoot, see, now I changed the subject. I love you, Anthony Davis, man. Shot town, I love you, kid. But man, you need to get you some nutritionists, some some therapists. Work out, and, um, yeah. Uh, you need Tim Grover, baby. You need Tim Grover. That's just it. You got to take care of that body, man. You, you, um, I, I love you. You're from Chicago. Your game is proven. When healthy, you do what you do. That is no doubt. Dude, just a couple just a couple of years ago, you was in the MVP conversation, son. Come on, get healthy. Find you some 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 people around you, man. Eat better. 
and do your thing, you know. I can't knock you because injuries can happen to anybody, but man. Shouldn't happen so often. Yeah, you you got to yeah you got to do a little bit better, man. Your conditioning, whatever it may be, I don't know. I'm not trying to call you out, big guy. But you got to stay healthy. You got to stay healthy. You got to figure it out, man. Healthy wins championships. That all day, cause yeah, if you ain't got a roster to put on the floor, <laughs> why are you here? You know, I like Harold, but we can't be starting Harold at the five or the four. Oh, we need you, player. And now, they didn't let the Suns back in it. Suns CF. Told you, Phoenix. Oh, they see light. I'm sorry. That's your people, man. I told you, Phoenix. Yeah, you Phoenix told me. Phoenix give them all they can handle. Um, I can believe that. Because, actually, I like Chris Paul pretty much as much as I like LeBron James. Good what they doing? They having sex on the floor? <laughs> Why are the people on top of people? <laughs> this is not even players. Uh, yeah. I, oh my God, fan, ladies and gentlemen, I got so it's something crazy. Oh, they tossing somebody. Oh man, breaking news! Breaking news! You got to hear from Gusto live. Somebody done did something foul and just got the old heave ho. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Flow got tackled. Yeah, yeah. They took the man there. They took him down. Great job, security. Great job. Yeah, they took him down, though. It's, it's, it's ill out here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what's going on. Okay, I'm going to try and go with my flow with the Lakers and keep you all updated. Chris Paul sees daylight. Chris Paul again. That is like my second favorite player in the NBA. He's dangerous. He's definitely my favorite point guard. I understand positionless basketball, but I'm a traditionalist. You can still physically be playing a position with no position. I get it. You know, we can make all this work fire advantage here, ladies and gentlemen. If you're an athlete, you get it, you know. But um, L.A. might be in a little trouble here. Anthony Davis down. Chris Paul feels better. That's not good. That's not good. It's a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So LeBron going to have to pull it out the hat. So who's going to help LeBron? Is it going to be um, Mark Gasol? Is it going to be Drummond? You know, or is Harold going to go crazy off the bench? Because um, we definitely, well, we know we can't depend on Kuzma. So I'm not even asking that question. So please, let's not continue. I believe that if Drummond don't show up, it's bye-bye Lakers. Mm. Mm. He so, needs Drummond. Gasol only going to do so much. But he needs Drummond. Yeah, because Gasol can be productive in spurts, whether it just be some nice passing and ball movement. You know, those are little things people don't look at. I've heard people complain. I don't know why they want Marcus Gasol. Why would they pick him up? He washed up. This, that, woo woo Marcus Gasol. Just like my boy Blake Griffin said <laughs> when he came over to Brooklyn. Uh, man, they stacking all the stars. For the last four years, I heard I was the garbage person in the NBA. But now he's considered a star because he's playing for Brooklyn. People were saying that last year. People were like, man, ooh, Blake, Blake's still in the league? You know? <laughs> what happened to him? Right. I thought he was on somebody's bench. Man, I didn't even know he was in the league. 
So shout out to Blake Griffin. That was kind of funny to me, and it was real. It was real. And you know, he. But this is an advantage for him by the team being um, so great offensively. The pressure's all. All he has to do is the dirty work. He doesn't have to be a star. All he has to do is be a role player. Play D, rebound, take the open shot, whether it's a layup or a three, mid range, whatever. You know, play D, move the ball because you know that's a shooting team. So the ball has to flow for them, you know, so everybody can get off. Because there's a lot of scores on that team. Not only the big three. We still got Joe Harris and those guys. Um, that's a powerful offense, bro. I believe if Blake Griffin mastered his 15-footer, he'll hurt a whole bunch of teams. It's, 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 com- it's coming, but master it. 15, 18-footer with the hops that he had. That he had. Past tense. No, he be getting up. He can get up a few times, but he can't be all the minutes. He need. He ain't giving nuts all the time. Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five minutes a game for him. But um, a role player is what he is. Yeah. And if he if he if he mastered the role playing game, because he don't have to have all the pressure no more. True, true. But he's doing a good job at his role, and um, you know I'm happy for him personally. Because, again, I'm like, ooh, Blake Griffin, he's still around. You know, I ain't say nothing bad about him, but I ain't seen him on the floor. And Detroit will do that to you. (laughs) Um, Atlanta, New York. Derrick Rose is getting his groove on. That's what Simeon Cats do to the league. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Man. But the Knicks are not winning. Because he can't do it by himself. Man, dude done retorted back almost to the player he was. Randall? No, because I ain't going to lie. I didn't even think he'd still be in the league at this point. Um, It's his first first playoffs. um, And they really just need scoring. It's really not. I'm not even going to blame it on Randall. Randall is not having the playoffs compared to his regular season stats. But it's not it's not his fault. Other than Derrick Rose and and Randall, I mean, you know, there's some guys doing a little few things here, but they need scoring, 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 scoring. First of all, they need a real two guard. Randall is not gonna put up what he need to help Derrick Rose. He he has he's came far, but he hasn't come far enough. Well, this is his first playoff series ever, I believe. I believe. So I don't want to, in case I'm misquoting, I'm going to look that up later, and if I'm wrong, I'll get back to that. But I believe this is Randall's first, if it's not, it's his first substantial, definitely, where he's the starter, the man, key contributor, this is definitely that, when the pressure is on him. When, you know, if you all win the title, he get to inscribe his name on the bottom of the uh, trophy. <coughs> He's never been under that kind of pressure before. But we got to give him a little bit more time. So he, and he's a good player. Sh- he's just not there yet. True, true. Right. Actually, in my mind, actually, this is his first year of success, period. Right. I, you I know, believe and I, so. On the NBA level. And I'm happy for him. I'm not tripping. Being you on know, the big stage. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Work on your game. I'll see you next season, B. 
You know, but, um, yeah, I don't see him doing anything anytime soon. Boston is going home tomorrow. Portland and Nuggets, interesting series. Very interesting series. What 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 you feel about this, B? Portland? Yeah. I think Portland gonna beat the Nuggets. The next game. I can believe that. I can believe that because um Portland is Portland is hungry. I mean, and they for real, man. Portland, I mean, they, and they, they got their center. They, they center, you know, I'm not saying he's no no kids. Or jo- he's not a joker or MB, you know, but um, the dude can play. He passes well. He has a good court vision. His shot is nice. And it don't hurt that he's seven feet tall. So he can play around the basket as well. And look at Tobias. Oh, come on. Dwight Howard just missed the lob. Tobias set him up beautifully. But again, that is. I remember back Dwight in the day, Howard. Dwight Howard didn't miss them, miss them type of lobs. Mm-hmm. I asked this man a question earlier, ladies and gentlemen, and the answer came out of his mouth so fast, I almost wanted to ask him, "How many of them bills you done had? Are you sure that's your final answer?" And I asked him. The question was, "Is Dwight Howard a Hall of Famer?" And he spit it. Yes, clearly, no hesitation, no doubt. I, I'm not, yeah, he has been around a long time, but I'm not, I don't know, maybe my expectations are just higher than the average fan, you know, because, um, Dwight was very nasty his first 10, 12 years, maybe. Exactly. And then, like, two or three years right before his back started acting up, when he played for the Lakers, to be more precise. He wasn't showing me, but I don't know if he was healthy then either. But he wasn't showing me that dude, and I heard Kobe beat up on him um, verbally every time they were in a room together. So I don't know if it was confidence or physicality, but it's glad to see him back. He's not that player now at this stage in his career, but he is a great big man. He's a great big man off the bench. Considering the NBA options. You know, I'm not saying that he's great. But that's a very smart pickup by a team trying to do something. i definitely taking him as my second big any day at the four or the five. All day, every day. And he just missed another free throw. I think he's missed more free throws than he made. What are you, about 48%? Yeah. Over the career? He's just been around a long time. Yeah, very long. Now, Lakers got to do this, y'all. I need this. I need this up about them. Because um, LeBron can't oh. lose. You know, he can't lose, man. I need him to beat these guys. Uh, everybody. So, let's let's go, LeBron. LeBron, you going to need that, 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 that spark from somebody. This Clipper Mavericks is way out to me, man. Because I thought the Clippers was done. I already had my little joke prepared when the Clippers lose. Can't blame it on Doc. You know, they fired him. Yeah. Doc's still on the floor. Doc on the floor right now. <laughs> and his, his and his series is looking much better than theirs is. They're 2-2. Two two. He's 3-0. Uh, possibly fixing the sweep tonight. 
Oh, they're down nine. All right. No, that's 11. My bad. Yeah. They're down 11. Four, 47 seconds left in the third. Philly, come on, B. But I'm rolling with Big. He said Tobias Harris is going to get us out of this mess. That's what I'm looking for to show up. Fourth quarter, we need to take over. Yeah. He need to take over. Well, it's 35 it's seconds. This is over. Yeah, this You're correct. Over. Fourth quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, I know everybody's got to be hyped. I know we hyped about these bears, man. I know we hyped about these bears. We hyped about these bears. Oh, new news, new news. Seattle trying to get Julio. Man, I really don't want an NFC team to get better, but that's smart business. Julio Jones, a running back, and do something with your offensive line, and Seattle back in the mix, baby. It depends on what they're willing to give up for Julio. Because his cap is 15 mil. Guaranteed. It's Julio. Okay. Well, but but they want a number one pick with with the 15 mil for Julio. It's Julio. Oh, I, I'll take him. I would, I, I would invest in it. I, I'm definitely sure Julio has at least four more very productive ones in him. The man don't miss nothing that come in this area. He's still if fast. He He's a very precise route runner. His hands are immaculate. He like Midas. Everything he touched turned to gold. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, do that. Get Julio. Now, um, what's the name quarterback for the uh, Seattle? Um, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, uh, not Russell Wilson, but Westbrook. I mean, Russell... Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Russell Wilson will love it. <laughs> of course he will. He'll pass happy type dude anyway. It'll take pressure off of him though. Yes, it will. Yeah, but they still got to have somebody in the backfield to 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 produce some type of running game. Five point five is great, and that's what you want. Right. But if you can get three or four yards per carry yeah. for somebody, he needs to be your lead back. Yeah, but Julio gonna open it up for him though. Because Julio don't mind the middle, and fly he, route. And he blocked. Anyway, and he's a good blocker. See, there's your so, 5.5 yards. So, I always like Julio. Who don't? The man always come in a game to play. Ready. And any, any sport, if you come to play, I might not like the team because I'm Bears, Bulls, Cubs. But I still got to ride with that player. And not only that, you know, even if I'm not rooting for your team, root for if you're person. making a smart move, I mean, it ain't even got to, it could be a player that I really don't care for, but he's, I know he's good. Uh, if you're doing the right things to improve your roster, and everybody knows what they need the most. They need the O-line, they need a running back, and they need somebody else to help open it up for Metcalf. I wanted to ask, is the schedule out? Yeah, it is. All we have to do is Google it. We need, I need to look at the schedule. But, you know, they always give our team one of the hardest. At the top three, we get the hardest schedule. You, well, that usually the hardest schedules go to the winning teams. And by far, we're not a winning team. Uh, but, yeah, we were one game away from the playoffs. So, yeah, they're going to make, yeah, 
We're not getting a patty cake season. Oh, no, we're not going to get a patty cake. We're not getting a patty cake season. That's definitely true. I have, I, I, I breezed through it, but I didn't um but I memorize Bay, or take any notes. I believe Tampa Bay going to have a, I saw the shit because I believe oh my God. anyone who looked Tampa Bay going to have an easier season. And they just were saying it, that uh, it was out last week. Antonio Brown was working on his new deal for the season. And they said, he, you know, then they come out with the, well, he signed a contract, but it's not valid until he passed physical. Next day, I'm looking at ESPN, scrolling the bottom line, scrolling. Antonio Brown passes physical. He will be a Buccaneer this season. Oh, so, oh my goodness. And then they didn't really use him a lot last year, which is understandable because he was rusty. He was away from football almost two years. But he going to be ready. Oh, yeah, he'll be ready this year. And I believe he was ready last year. And Brady going to be like, thank you very much. Better. Yeah. Grunk coming back. They got their running backs. They got their defense. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The oh North the North's going to be hell this year. Mm-hmm. The North going to be hell. I, I think the Buccaneers, no, the Buccaneers South. Buccaneers, New Orleans. Yeah. But I'm talking about the NFC. They NFC South. I'm talking about the NFC, period. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the NFC, period. It's going to bring... Hell, everybody in the NFC has has toughened up their team. They put more pieces in there. The Rams. Oh, man, yeah. the Rams took, um, what's called it, from Detroit. What's the boy, the quarterback? Oh, man, he went to Detroit. I mean, he went to the Rams. I like dude. I always thought it was Detroit's fault. Matt, um, what's his name? Matt, who, Matt, somebody. Not Hasselback. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Man, the, 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 the NFC period. The North. I mean, the North going to be tough. Minnesota hasn't really did anything fantastic. Oh, Green Bay ain't up, bro. Detroit. We ain't worried about Detroit. No, the NFC's true. The NFC North look like it's in chaos a little bit. We might be the most stable team in the North. Exactly. So. All right, then. That's our division to lose. We should win our division. It's our division to lose. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. That sucks. It sucks. I expect, I expect us to be the best out of our division. That means we got to play Taylor immediately. I mean, what, what's what's my man name? Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah, Fields. We got to play Fields immediately. Immediately. And we, and we can't even, yeah, I predicted about week three or the starter get pulled in week three and Fields Unless, take over. We need Fields in day one. Yeah. Andy Dalton and um, Mr. Philadelphia. Floyd, what's that? Um, it'll come to me. They need to start mentoring this cat, teach them everything they know. About defenses and reads. Training camp, all of them. Get him ready. Get him prepared. I need the coaching staff and the other two quarterbacks who are technically coaches. Because they're no longer Okay, I'll give them. They are reserves. They're good enough to be backups. But, dude, come on, man. We need y'all. Hey, everybody in the Chicago organization, put everything you got in the fields to get him ready to start week one. The transition is now. The time is now. You got a killer defense. You done picked up some more offensive weapons. 
You done picked up on your old line. It is time right now. To put him out there. Man, let's go Bells. Come on. Ain't no need of messing around. You know, we don't want to be like Cleveland. 15, oh, well, we were like Cleveland. 15 different starting quarterbacks in eight years. <laughs> yeah? Oh, no, that's that's not where it's at, squad. That's not where it's at. So we're going to close this out. Uh, fourth quarter, Philadelphia is down eight, 84-92. Russell Westbrook still cracked tonight, thank God. Still down there. Yeah, he just grabbed another rebound. Jesus. He stay on the board. Well, man, this dude, yeah, about those rumors about him, but he told teammates to let him crash and this and that. Uh, he I on the ball. I don't care if he did tell somebody that. He, the man is still falling the ball. You just don't, you can't accomplish these feats without trying. He got a little bit of Dennis Rodman in him. He got he a little bit of everything. He smells where the ball go. When, he rebounding, he go to the ball. He got a little bit of everybody. Because this dude, man, it's just... That wasn't a foul. Of course it wasn't. The referee's getting on, on, on D.C. side today. Yeah, that was not I ain't going to say payoff. Those, I can't um, bag up those allegations. So I'm going to keep that out of my mouth. But, uh, yeah, it looked like the refs rooting for um, Wizards today. Yeah, because that was not a foul. No, it clearly it wasn't. <laughs> he got all balls. Yeah, that's that, that's here hasha rumor. Well, he hooping fifteen points, eleven rebounds, six and nine from the floor. Oh yeah, he's sixty-five, sixty-six percent. Yeah, he hooping. That's a nice game. Good shooting. All right, Ben Simmons is coming back into the game. Yeah, Joel and B left game in first quarter, right knee soreness. He's done, but we're gonna we're gonna still handle these boys. We're going to still handle this. And Ben, we trust. Look at him. Walking the game, getting rebounds. That's my 6'10 point guard. That Joe said, uh, he don't shoot. He won't shoot. It's, that's, that's garbage. And I concur. That's really amazing. What basketball player don't want to shoot the ball? Man, Robin Lopez with that hook. Glad he missed it. <laughs> Because they say he's 60% from the floor with that. that. That's a good shot. See, that's how you stay in the league, boys and girls. He's a 32-year-old seven-footer at the end of his career. And so okay. now he's working on his jump hook. And he's very efficient with it. 60% from the floor. Yeah, he'll give you them points. He'll give you points. And, and rebounds. And going to give you defense. At his age, his stage in his career... You can't ask for much more. No, you can't. He could be on my team. Matter of fact, I I, I would take him over to Dwight Howard. I'm a Dwight Howard fan. But when it comes to the game, give me Lopez. All day. All day. Robin is Robin be working on man. Robin be working it. I always like Robin. Even though his brother is like more talented with putting it on the floor, shooting the three, but I think he got a kind of got away from his game, you know. Man, Robin Lopez, I mean Brooke Lopez, is a nice player, and uh, he used to be Grammy down low, and he got fell in love with that three that jumper. But guess what? If you have noticed this season when the Bucks play, 
he's spending more time in the paint. I mean, he's still a launch on you from way back, but he's starting to play much more down in the paint. Yeah, he have to. If he if he um went more down in the paint, it'll open up his outside game. So now you have to be terrified of him. Because he's inside and out. All day. That's the only reason I say the big game is gone. I love a big man who can shoot the three. But if you can dominate down low, they're going to let you have that three. And then you crucify him. <laughs> That's what you do, crucify him? You crucify him. Kill him slowly. <laughs> you can't stop me from if you're gonna If you're going to try to stop me from down low, then I'm just going to shoot you from outside. And then as soon as you start ticking me outside, hey, I'm down here. Put the ball, give me the ball down low. And I'm going to punish you. I'm going to crucify you from the outside and punish you down low. 16, anything over 16 that can shoot, yeah, you punish high and low. You crucify and you punish. Yeah, who did Miami play? Miami got swept, I believe. Miami got swept. I'm sorry, y'all. I was barbecuing yesterday. So, um, but I believe Miami got executed. Yeah, yeah, who did they play? I don't even know who that series was. It was a blowout, remember? Yeah, I know it was a blowout. It was a blowout. We, could, we wasn't watching it. it was, we was barbecuing. It was a blowout. We was a blowout. So, we wasn't yeah, paying it. Really that's, that's why I need a computer, ladies and gentlemen. So, I should be able to Google that real quick. But, um. I wrote this a few days ago about Miami, and I labeled it heat not looking good. And I said, I don't think I have much to say. They're done. I don't think there's a blame, a blame that they lost. Oladipo. No, first, I don't think it's a blame. You know, they lost Oladipo, and that was supposed to be the improvement that they made in the offseason. But truth be told, none of the players that were already there are playing the type of season that they had last year in the bubble. They're done next year. See, I, 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 I just didn't like the way Miami was doing things, and I like Miami. I would at least hope that they uh, showed up in that series, but um, they just didn't have it. I'm trying to think. I can't even remember who they played. See, ladies and gentlemen, Never mind. <laughs> closer game. It's going to be a closer game, but I expect Philly to pull it out. Oh, yeah. See Philly on the ankles. Here they come. Well, um. Now all Philly have to oh, here. Oh, matter of fact, they played Milwaukee. They played Milwaukee. So do you feel anybody from, um, do you feel, period, that the Miami Heat, were better this year or as good as they were last year during the bubble when they went to the NBA Finals against LeBron. LB, LB I don't 23. Think so I don't think they had the hungry that they had last year than this year. This year, I think they was like it's supposed to come to them. Last year, they was hungry. They weren't thirsty, G? They weren't thirsty. They didn't even want to get out there and get that money. They thought it was going to come to them. Money don't never come to nobody. You got to get out and go get it. They got too comfortable. Why? Wow, I mean, they were impressive last season, but it ain't like they took L.A. to seven games. But they was battle ready. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? that's true, 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 true. 
true, true. That is true. They, yeah, that is true. What they won? They won two, didn't they? Or was it just one? Two. They won two. I think they won two. I believe yeah, so. But they won battle ready. But it don't matter whether it was two or one. They, they played their butts off. Right. They played. They it. looked like they deserved to be there. They came to play. Yes. yes this they year did. they didn't come to play. Yeah. They didn't um, show up. Yeah. And that's why they sit at home. Yeah. Our Debo was supposed to be the piece to. I'm not gonna say get them over the hump. But it definitely should have kept them on top of the East, maybe second or third in the East. But Jimmy caught COVID. He missed a lot of games. Um, you know, they had guys missing with injury. And I'm a Jimmy Butler fan all day. But, but, but again, the whole team, as they, the whole they team let up. me down. Because I can't even point the finger at, at one anyone, person. One person. No, nobody. It's overall, and I'm not even going to blame the coach and the organization. The players on the floor did not play like they played last year. I don't know if it was the peace and quiet and subtlety of the bubble or just being so thirsty that they want to get out of there. I, I have no idea. But whatever it was, it didn't work this year. I just don't think they was hungry. They didn't show up. Yeah, but one team I must say who surprised me this year because I thought it was going to be the same old, same old, uh, do the best you can on out of the depot and you should win the game. Bucks, they continue to improve. Um, I think they need more. They're missing some, an element, and I think it's called health. Well, Bucks don't seem to have that problem. Everybody from Milwaukee healthy. I think uh, one bench player, shooting guard, small forward, suffered a minor injury. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back next series. But this is one I, uh, on, on the Bucks. First of all, you look at the players that were already on the squad. Middleton continues to improve. Come on, you can't tell me. I mean, and he, he's like a, you know, for some reason, no one, I didn't see it in Middleton. And then I started looking at his numbers, and then I started paying more attention to the game. You know, he's, um, he is a very good player, very good player, deserving this all-star vote. But um, he continues to get better, and he scores in the flow of the game. You don't see him just branching off. On some one-on-one, -on -one, dribbling the ball wait, wait 25 the ball times. Or waiting for the ball. he move around and get open. You know, Middleton, hey, I respect him. He, he definitely is an all-star. And he's definitely the second best player on that team. Then we got um, Lopez. Oh, Big Brook, he's attacking the basket instead of just lurking out there on the perimeter, along with more rim protection. You can't knock that. The big man is playing big. He still shoots his jumper, you know, but he spent a lot more time this season down low being big. And I love that. Well, who doesn't? That's what I'm talking about. Get down there and get nasty, son. Throw a couple of them chicken wings around. You know, we don't want nobody to get hurt, but, you know, F back. Hey, we on the pot right didn't care. 
Man, Bill Carr right there, they killed some people, man. We not put even you gonna, out. We right, put somebody. Right, we not even gonna get on that. He got the ball, mm-hmm. and people just they just step back like whoa. <laughs> my ass like it. Man, yeah, that. <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> then the new the new additions by Milwaukee. Drew Holiday is such an improvement over Blitzo in every facet of the game. No knock on Blitzo. He just didn't bring what the team needed. He had a solid yeah, he had a solid season in New Orleans. He's no slob. You know, I'm not trying to pee on him. I'm not trying to pee on the man. But um he what he just didn't bring what the team needed. He played nice defense. He still does. But the team needed a little bit more. And I believe um, Drew Holiday is a key to some of those things. Because he had a good season in New Orleans. Then we moved to the bench. My man Bobby knocking nigga out Portis. I like to call him Uncle Bobby P. And anybody ever watched Transformers, remember Bernie Mac? When he met a dude who bought Bumblebee. He said, we family. I'm Uncle Bobby B, baby. That's Uncle Bobby P. And he has been the ultimate glue guy. If if he's not scoring, it's a need. It's a need to stop something, a board. I mean, a, a good pass. But he getting it done. Even though, you know, man, Bobby Porter's is banned. Even though stuff that don't jump out on the stat sheet, Bobby P is making it happen. Uncle Bobby P, shout out. That's just like the Bulls. To get rid of Bobby P and the guy that he ripped his eye socket out is no longer in the league. Yeah. Sound like the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. Then P.J. Tucker. He hasn't really, um, really gotten off. But it doesn't matter. It's still a solid pickup because we know what he brings. You know, I'm sure we'll see more of him as the post as the postseason continues. But um, P.J. Tucker is a nice pickup. They just have to figure out where he fits in this rotation and with the squad. And then we got to do Byron Forbes, who I didn't even know about. He's a, another offseason pickup. This dude's 40% from three-point range. He's solid. You got to watch out for this dude. He's 40%. I didn't even know about him until this year. He's solid from the three-point line. This dude, man, he come to play. He's a hooper. He take about six. He's three, two, three. But the thing is, he hit him in crunch time. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's another thing I must say. I've seen him make a couple. And I've seen them when they're up 10, 15, make them. And I've seen them when they're down 7, make them. So he's not afraid of the stage. He's ready to play. So this team, and again, like I say, whether if they can figure out how to squeeze P.J. Tucker in there, you know, 10, 15 minutes, we don't have to go crazy. We don't want to disturb the rotation. Or maybe if he just have to wait his turn. Bill 22, Westbrook 16, they still got Westbrook under control. Um, Washington's up 99-94. But I think Milwaukee um, is better. They're not going to be Philly, but they are definitely better 
and it's no longer just stop out of depot, out of contempo. Jesus Christ. Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just going to leave that alone. You Giannis, brother. It's not just stop Giannis and you got them. Because the only person you have to worry about is Middleton. They actually have a well-balanced thing going there, offensively and defensively, and I must say I respect it. You're not beating Philly, but I respect it, and I'm I'm happy for the improvement because I'm all for more competitive NBA. Yes. And one more thing before I close out. My man Mike Wilbon from ESPN, from Chi-Town, uh, uh, alumni of Northwestern University, uh, has been saying that the NBA is trying to do too much, you know, trying to catch up with their money from the coronavirus bubble to the no fans, no concessions, no parking, um, and trying to jam people in the stadiums, but they're also cramming these games together, and he believes a lot of that is to do I mean, a lot of the injuries that we're seeing is due to they're just wearing these guys out. So um, I I come up with something. Since the summer is going to go extra longer than usual, we're in June, they're still playing. I say next year the basketball season starts at the same time, but we only do 72 games next year. To let these guys get some rest. The season will start at its normal time. Uh, end of October, November 1st. October 30th, November 1st. Either one of those are fine with me. But instead of 82, let's get these guys 72. Just so they can get a little bit more rest. We owe them that. You know, it's been a pandemic. They've been running, running, and running. Well, at least the winning teams have. You know, the bubble, a lot of, t- everybody wasn't invited, like our Bulls. So, they had mad rest. Oh, Did he just joke on them? Wow. Oh, another player from Chicago, Gafford. Another guy from Chicago doing well elsewhere. Uh, anywho, I'm going to go and shut this down, but I'm suggesting I'm putting it to you guys right now. I'm the first to say it. I haven't heard it from anybody else in the sports game. If I'm biting off somebody... Please contact me and let me know. But um, this will be the end of this one, ladies and gentlemen. Go Bears, go Bulls. Oh, Cubs and Sox are rolling, y'all. Chi-Town forever. You got something to say? Go Wolverine, Simeon. Go Chi-Town. Simeon Wolves, baby. We that thing, Wolverines. And I, I, I want y'all to look at Wolverines on the uh, animal planet. They are some beasts, son. That's a great name for an athletic team. Wolverines. Wolverines, actually, um, I don't know if they're going to whoop a bear, but Wolverines have been known to chase bears away from dinner. I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gusto Show. All Sports All Day by Steven Chandler. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any co-hosts or any guests with me tonight, and I haven't pod- dropped the podcast in a little over a week, so I got to keep you guys going. You know, I want to be consistent with it as I'm learning my, my craft. But check this out. I'm a great Chris Paul fan. 
and I just saw him block a shot. I believe that was the first block I've ever seen him make in his career. I'm not saying that's his only block, but I don't. I can't remember anything else. And Chris Paul is my dude, bro. I mess around with him. You know what I'm saying? He's like the best point guard of the modern NBA, hands down. There's no exceptions. Chris Paul is what's happening on the point guard side. But I'm sitting here watching the Phoenix Jumper game. Getting it in. It's a good day. Let's talk about your Los Angeles Lakers. I had the Lakers to win the championship to repeat. But when um, Anthony Davis and Brian Brown went down, I was co-hosting a podcast, L.A. Lakers versus um, the NBA with my man Joe. And he was just dope on the Lakers, which I was too. But I told him in that podcast, man, if these cats can't get healthy, it's a wrap. You know, first and foremost, LeBron, but, you know, LeBron. You're not going nowhere without a healthy LeBron. So you got an 80% LeBron back, and then you got a 50% Anthony Davis. You know, he tried to give it a go, but the health wasn't there, man. You know, I love AD, Chi-Town, much love. But, uh, man, work on your body, son. Work on your body. Get your health right. Stop eating Cheetos and get you a chef. Whatever. Call Tim Grover. He was the greatest of all time. As far <laughs> Mike was paying Grover to stay away from. No, no, no. You can't go. No, you can't go help him. You know, just keep it solid. But I have a little beef too. Um, this dude Cameron Payne, he's really like ruining the playoffs for me, brother. You know, cause uh, I know Cameron Payne is like the second worst player that's currently in the league for the last five years. And this playoff run, Cameron Payne has been in fuego, man. It hurts my soul to have to compliment this cat. But uh, real talk, it it looks like, you know, a couple of years of growing pains and a little bouncing around between teams and the developmental league. So it looks it look like he didn't put something together, man. This dude is looking really groovy, man. Cameron Payne, I can't even believe I'm saying this. But, you know, if I don't stay facts, then I'm blatantly lying. Because I know all you guys, if you're listening to my podcast, you watch sports. And you've seen the Cameron Payne from OKC and everywhere else he's been over the with the Bulls, developmental league. We saw what Cam Payne could do, which what I saw was absolutely nothing. Maybe a turnover or eight, but nothing productive. So shout out. That's my man's. Well, he's not my man, but shout out to Cameron Payne. You know, as a real man, I got to give it to you. And a sports guy. I got to give it to you. Way to step up your game. Way to take all them negatives, turn them into a positives. And make the best of your NBA career and your basketball self. You know, because that's what I hate is a quitter. And I got to give it. Cameron Payne is no quitter. 
I, I can't even move on to the next subject, y'all. I'm sorry. This is really... It's been a shock to me throughout, and it still hasn't fully sunk in. And I, I'm just, like, lost because I can't keep going because I'm like, man, Cameron Payne, good? That don't even sound like a correct sentence. But, yeah, the Lakers are gone, ladies and gentlemen. We moving on. We got Denver and Phoenix going at it right now. Philadelphia and Atlanta. And, man, Trey Young gave it to um, Philly in game one. I'm sure everybody saw that. Gave it to him in game one, bro. That was uh, a good game. Uh, But um, Philly, which I expected, which is my NBA team in the East to win it all. I got Philly all the way. I had Philly versus the Lakers with Philly beating L.A. Well, no, I can't lie. I had L.A. beating Philly. But I love Philly. Trust the process. I've been messing with them ever since they got rid of Jaleel Okafor. I'm sorry. I know he's Chi-Town. But, um, you know, like him being good is like Cameron Payne being good. Sorry, Jaleel. Work on your stuff, baby. Go overseas. Get some money. You know, get healthy. Whatever's going on with you, man. Get it together, man. You're seven feet tall. This game shouldn't be that hard for you. You know, like that, that put it like perfect example. That's why everybody been going crazy on Kiwami. You know, I'm not gonna dive off into that because it didn't got real, and I I'm, I'm too old to be getting into gangster stuff. Even though I can, y'all didn't hear that. So, Utah and the Clippers. The Clippers made it past round one narrowly. They t- Dallas took them to seven, and boy, you cannot say that dude. Oh, my God. That boy in Dallas is a best. That boy's a point guard. He is a true point guard. Big bodies, wise decisions all the time. And he got a good shot. Not afraid to go to the hole. I mean, man, again, 6'7", big body, and a good mind, along with the talent. See, that's that Brian type stuff. But pound for pound, Chris Paul might be the best thing the NBA got brewing. Seriously. You know, because all he is is a 6'1", 6'2", LeBron James. LeBron just happened to be 6'8", 260, solid, like a linebacker. But with the agility and poise and the mindset of a Chris Paul, Magic Johnson, Mark Jackson, a.k.a., uh, the shimmy. I love Mark Jackson in that shimmy. Jason Kidd, you know, all the great ones. The boys see the flow. But Chris Paul, pound for pound, pretty much the best basketball player we got in this league right now. And why I say that, I've always loved him. Not liked. Always loved him as a basketball player. Always thought he was hot fire. And every year while he was with Clippers, and the year down in um, Houston, they got to the playoffs and, like, with the Clippers, it was either him getting hurt or Blake getting hurt. Nugent well, without one, without both of them healthy, the Clippers weren't going to make it. They had a nice squad around them, but they needed, they, you know, your man's go down, it's over, point blank. That's like LeBron, Jordan, Chris Paul. You know, simple math, easy equations. 
But, yeah, Chris Paul is really being phenomenal this season. I mean, and he's always been great. But, I mean, dude, I do, I still don't trust Andre Ayton. That seven-footer they got there, I, I just – and he's been playing pretty good ball in the playoffs. He's been very solid. I, I can't say nothing bad about him, you know, but I, I didn't think he was going to be playoff ready. We hope Golden State's big man develops like this. Unfortunately, he went through a lot of injuries this year. But um, Golden State might have them a one or two if he can um, put it together. But, uh, yeah, back to Phoenix and Chris Paul. The dude is amazing, man. The best point guard right now in today's NBA. I'm not, I can't give him all time, but it's, it's a close fight. And maybe if he do something special... This year, that'll get him over the top. Definitely Hall of Fame, though. No, no, can't stunt. Chris Paul is the truth. I mean, oh, yeah, Chris Paul is the truth. Uh, playoff P. <laughs> I'm sorry, you all. I'm supposed to be hosted. But every time I hear that name, it just amuses me to the utmost, man. This dude, man, I might have to say he done robbed the bank, man. He is talented, yes. But, man, bro, man, oh, maybe he's just, like, a top seven or eight in one-on-one. I I don't even know how to describe the dude. But, obviously, when he's needed, uh, he's not bringing it. Uh, They had a thing on ESPN today. I saw they were talking about Worst shooting percentages from the field and how many games these players had shooting under 25% with 10 field goal attempts or more. And, like, you know, James Harden was on that list. It was a few, uh, it was a couple of good, great players on that list. But Paul George was at the top of the list. I'm like, wow, you mean all through the season? He can dump on anybody and everybody. Drop some 40s. I'm sure he got a 50 in his career. I didn't look it up because I'm free balling today again. But I'm sure he got some 40s in the playoffs. Oh, does he? He might not even have 40s in the playoffs. I know he got 40s in the regular season. He is not doing well at all. So, man, I'm going to have a shot to play off P. Because um, they got their hands full with Utah. And I really like the rest of that squad. Especially Chi-Town, Pat Bev with the awesome D. And I got to get on that. I don't care how many people talk about he OC, he wild, he be flopping. Ooh. First of all, he played good D. And the reason niggas, excuse me, the reason people be mad. Because just like with anybody else with good D, they get on your nerves. Anybody who's ever played basketball and then that one cat. And in your mind, you really like, man, this dude garbo. But, like, I can't shake this cat. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving without the ball. I'm doing my best cross. And the dude is all up in my guts. No homo. But, man, he just won't go away, man. And then he had your mind messed up. So even if he's literally not stopping you, you stopping yourself because you worried about this crazy dude driving you. You know what I'm saying? Always trying to reach in your pocket, up under you when you're shooting J's. 
You know, he ain't bridging you. By the time you hit the flow, he done moved out the way. You know, he just, man, intense, man. That's that west side. I'm telling you, I love Pat Bell, man. Get your money, son. Man, but um, whew, Utah and the MVP, we thought when they lost, um, what's light skin name? Murray. They thought that we thought it was over. Oh, Denver, out of there. No good. They playing better. How about that? Shout out to Joker, MVP. But the Clippers, they got a um. They got to do a Will Ferrell, put on their big boy pants. It's just that simple. Because Utah is not playing no games. And then the Clippers got the roster. You know, they had the talent. Uh, it's up to Ty Lue to figure it out. You know, who needs to be well, who needs less or more minutes. Uh, do I need to switch or what on defenses? Or... That's Ty Lue's job. I'm going to sit here and have a cold one and enjoy the game. But I hope the Clippers can put it together. Denver might be in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. Utah didn't have the MVP. It's Denver. Oh, matter of fact, hey, Malone, it is. Malone is so upset. He look like he's going to take one of those pickaxes off his little emblem on his shirt and throw it at one of his players right about now. <laughs> okay, we're going to move over east. Brooklyn, zuh. man. I ain't think these castles, well, I knew they were going to be Boston because Boston is debilitated. You know, everybody in on Boston is either hurt or garbage or something. I, don't know. I love Jason Tatum. But, no, without Brown, it wasn't happening, point blank. You know, Kimber Walker was a good addition. They helped make up for a few of their losses over the years. You know, he's not um a Hall of Fame player or anything like that. But Kimber Walker can score. You know, it's a good pickup. You know, the bench play well. I think they really need to find them somebody on the seven-foot side. Oh, that boy Williams came through. I Man, Williams, he had been playing pretty solid throughout the season. You know, he didn't get a lot of tick at early in the year. But they started putting him in here and there, and uh, his minutes have increased throughout the season. And, uh, man, through the playoffs, Williams did his thing. He should be the starting four next season. But they have to have them a seven-footer. I don't care if he's uh, in uh, down in the basket, in the paint center, or if he's a three-point shooting center who moves the ball well and makes the offense flow like the Nile, which everybody would prefer, and still be able to get down dirty in the paint. But they have to, I mean, you know, the seven-footer seems to have been obsolete. But these playoffs seem to be, man, a lot of these teams are led, man. Philly and Atlanta, Capella and Embiid. Milwaukee and Brooklyn, you know, they got, Milwaukee got Lopez. Brooklyn, you know, Jerome, uh, I mean, not Jerome, DeAndre Jordan, um, the young boy with the blondie dread. You know, they, they got a little Blake Griffin. You know, they, they got some height, you know. Denver and Phoenix, two big men. You know, Utah and the Clippers. You know, the Clippers are not really seven feet like that, but they still got Zubak at about 
seven feet even, six ten or whatever. You know, they got twin at a six eight, six nine. No, twin and them six ten. You know, so they got some you know, they don't have center lift length, but they have some length as well. So yeah, um Yeah, somebody needs to send them in their life. Yeah, Boston, you know, Danny Ainge did a good job. Oh man, Danny Ainge out of here, y'all. He retired, moved coach up to GM. Well, I'm sure he's not retired. I'm sure he in that office somewhere chilling with some nice scotch or some cognac or whatever rich people drink. But, yeah, they did some office switches up in there, too. Then let's go to my buddy, Joel Embiid and my 6'10 point guard that my man Joe, I'm going to say this on every podcast until Philly win a championship. My man Joe always talk about my non-shooting 6'10 point guard, which I love to death. This dude is hot fire, but Joe does have a point, and so does the rest of the NBA world and the coaches. Dude, I understand the Jazz broke, but at least attempted every now and then to keep the D honest. But on the same note, he's not shooting it, period, and still averaging 20 points a game or around 20 points a game. So I really can't be all that disappointed. You know, he's bringing me 20, almost 10. Matter of fact, he's he's a triple-double machine, you know. He's not uh, Westbrook or LeBron, but he's dropping them. He's not no Luka Doncic. But this dude can see the floor, and he makes some magnificent passes. Magnificent. But I need that jumper in my life. Just a little bit, homie. Just a little bit. And Atlanta, man, they came out in game one and steamrolled over Philly. That was like, whoa. I did not expect. And Philly was at home? I did not think Atlanta was going to win a game in Philly. And they continue to surprise me. I know they beat the Knicks convincingly. But I just really haven't been sold on Atlanta, I guess, because they don't get them a lot of primetime games. I've been following Trey Young since college. You know what I'm saying? I'm familiar with a lot of players. Capella, uh, Collins, you know, I'm Coach Nate. You know, I'm familiar with them. But it's just like, you know how, like, when a team first get good, you know, they been because they were pretty decent last year. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were all right last year. Yeah, well, I guess they weren't that good. They got their coach fired. Oh no, he got fired at the beginning of this season. Well, whatever. Nate has done a fantastic job. I heard something um, about him the other day, and I did not write it down or didn't record it, but the numbers was amazing. I think Nate is like. The way the numbers sounded to me, I'm just going to estimate Nate is almost like 65% winning percentage this season compared to where they were under the old coach the first 15, 20 games or whatever he coached. Nate has got these cats at a 60-something winning percentage. And, um, you know, man, I just – and maybe that's my problem. Not being sold on them, being sold on Nate, because I know Nate is a good coach. That's why Indiana ain't crap now. 
how you gonna fire Nate when uh Sabonis and all your best players are injured during the bubble? You know, they was on man, they was on life support system just like Boston. That's not coach's fault. I understand the next man step up, but seriously, everybody in the organization knows who the fifteen players on the roster are and what their capabilities are. And if we lose X, Y, or Z, or N, or W, or A, we know what the rest of these cats are capable of and definitely not capable of. So they gave Nate a bad deal back there in Indiana, and I hope they lose forever and ever and ever, and I hope Sabonis goes somewhere else because I like him just like I like his dad. So I want him to go somewhere else so he can win. But I am totally upset at Indiana with that Nate McMillan move. And I'm a Bulls fan. By force. No, actually, I did love them when they were great. You know, I still love them. I'm just mad at the um the top. But they're doing better as well. I think we got something coming next season. I really do. Billy Donovan was a good moving coach. We got rid of that guard foreman guy. Um... You know, we still got um, Paxson on deck. We still got Collins on deck, Doug Collins. Um, and the new dude, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try, and I'm not going to disrespect him. But the new dude, the G, um, what is he, the GM? Yeah. Um, he seems to have a pretty decent basketball head because I really did. I dug the moves they made at the trade deadline. I really dug it. You know, I understand about the young guys and the promise, but it looked like Chandler Hutchinson, the, you know, he's seen to be grooving uh, a little bit. You know, he didn't get a lot of playing time, but he was a playoff contributor for their loss. But he got on the floor, he got some experience, and he didn't look terrible. You know, so maybe, you know, that's what's good for him. You know, so I'm happy with the players that we got back. We have a solid, bonafide center. The draft was excellent. I love Williams. I guess I don't know if he's a three or a four or just a forward. But I'll take that because I like his maturity. And I've read a few articles about him talking about wanting to be great. And, you know, he's young. But he's productive, and the mentality is a great start for a young cat. Like, he only played one year in Florida, you know. So, that's a great sign. You know, he's saying he's going to go to all the little workouts and practices and off-season events as far as, you know, strength, conditioning, and scrimmages. So, I'm happy with that. And I'm happy to, you know hear about a young cat that really want to be somebody and he showed a good rookie season so that's what makes it even more encouraging you know i have to watch what i say because i really want to get on to minnesota but i'll probably never work in america if i say something about minnesota so i will keep that to myself but um yeah let's switch the pace a little bit Chicago, White Sox, and the Cubs are both doing fairly well so far in the early season. Happy times, happy times. 
Baseball's been very, very good to me. But I'm happy for uh, the Chicago teams. And wouldn't that be beautiful if we can do a New York and get us a Subway Series? Man, this town would be lit. It'd be off the chart. It'll be off the man. I'm talking about man going down there partying in Wrigleyville. I'm sorry, I'm a Southsider, but I'm a Cubs fan. I get it honestly from my granddaddy. He was a Cubs fan. The man's supposed to have all timers. Like when I go to kick it with him, my grandmother would tell me, "Watch what I say," and if he trip or something, just let it ride and move. Man, I go in there. This dude know everybody in the lineup. And everything they good and bad at. He even know about the other team. We watching the game, and um, this was the first time, you know, grandma, you know, I found out about his um his all timers, and I'm expecting to go in there and he's not himself or whatever. You know, I'm expecting, I'm preparing myself for the worst. Man, me and pops get in there, get to slamming a couple of beers, man, and you know, I'm talking about the other team changed pitches. He'd be like, oh, this guy is garbage. They're going to rock him. All he has is a fastball, but he doesn't have any control. So he can't put it on the plate. Anything he put on the plate is going to be slow, and they're going to smack it. So enough to do, like, third pitch. Bow! Home run. He's like, I told you. I'm like, man, ain't nothing wrong with this dude. So as we kicking it, we having our little beers, watching the game. Grandma come in, like, you know, it's mid-afternoon. You know, you all like some sandwiches and some chips? I'm like, sure, that would be great, Grandma, thank you. And he like, yeah, Betty, thank you. Grandma walk away, and he look at me and wink at me. Grandma named Willie. <laughs> this dude, man, that dude, I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't have anything, but what he did, what he, did he provided for his family all his life. And what he did was enjoy the rest of his life. Watching baseball, drinking beer, and eating sandwiches from Betty. <laughs> but um, one more quick subject. Go Bears. How do we feel about our Bears, ladies and gentlemen? I just saw something flash across the um, my screen earlier on my phone about how Matt Nagy is so impressed with Justin Fields. Oh, my God, are you impressed, really? Enough for him to be the starter week one. I'm telling you, man, this dude, this is his team. This is his time, and we're going somewhere this season. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but Matt Nagy must start fields. And nothing less than a play. If Even if we get bumped in the first round, I'll be content with that only because he's a rookie quarterback. Now, if we go further than that, that's even greater because it's shot down or nothing. But Justin Fields, man, it's looking like, uh, it, put it like this, I think Andy Dalton might got the noose around his neck because it's looking good for Justin Fields. So, little brother, if you happen to be listening or somebody put you on, keep doing what you're doing, put in the work, make Chicago proud, we love you. We're so glad to have a black quarterback at a young age and not at 52 and coming out on the field with a wheelchair. And not only that, we're just happy to have a good, solid quarterback in his prime. Well, not even in your prime, you're young. 
you can develop and get better and grow and win and huh, make Chicago great again. Hey, Justin, put in the time, put in the work, keep up the good job. I hear that you're going great. We love you here already, man. You ain't even ain't even went out and played a uh, preseason game yet. You got us hooked, bro, like Heron. Everybody wants some. But at that note, I'm going to close my podcast for this week. I want to thank everyone out there who listens to the Gusto Show. I appreciate your support, and I hope you continue to listen to me. This is Gusto coming out of Chi-Town. All sports, all day. Out.